Welcome to the Doghouse, brought to you by Moto America, the official AMA road racing series for the U.S. of A, featuring 190 plus mile an hour superbikes broadcasting live from a little place hidden away in Front Royal, Virginia. Oh yeah, we're on the road this week. Maybe not. The Fro Row. The Fro Row. We're broadcasting live from night out on the town. No, we're not. That was last night. That's where we were. That's why we're day late putting this out. Because we did one of those night on the town things. We should have had a uh, booth there, Warren. Yeah, that. Yeah, that don't that, that didn't really work for the show. I'm but sure. we could have, we could have, we could have had a booth there. We could have live broadcast from downtown Froro. Yeah, we're gonna have to do that from like the gazebo there at Christmas time or something. Well, they got the car arcade down there now. Yeah, there's some cool stuff down there. There's some cool stuff down there. Uh, but more importantly, uh, bikes all over the place this weekend in town. That was always cool to see. Yeah, uh, it's getting that time of year. It's cooling off, and people want to take the yeah. Skyline Drive motorcycle oh, ride. Yeah, we, we week of like 80-degree temperatures brought out the riders. Just brought them out. That 100-degree stuff is just too hot. Uh, but anyways, uh, Warren, we got we got a bunch of stuff to talk about, especially motorcycle on the Motorcycle racing. Motorcycle racing. A lot of Motor America stuff. A lot of Moto America stuff. Um, so, you know, they raced at Brainerd this past weekend up there in the Minnesota. Uh, it didn't Brainerd. snow. So you never know what's going to happen in Minnesota. Well, there must have been some ice on the track somewhere because some of those riders are going down for what appeared to be no real reason. Yeah, there was a lot. Of, there was actually a lot of that. I, I agree with that 148%. Um. You know, here, why don't we start this way? Why don't we start talking off about the first ever um, Triumph yeah. motorcycle? What did they call it? Uh, ride, oh, not, ride, not Triumph. No, Roy Enfield. Roy Enfield. Royal Enfield. I'm sorry. The build, uh, build train race. Build train race. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say this is totally my fault. Because I haven't been overly paying attention to that. I didn't I I watched when they raced the flat track bikes, but I didn't really pay attention to the backstory there. I don't know if flat track didn't do as good a job of getting the story out as Motor America. Well, I think I, you know, well, flat track is harder to watch. Well, I think that had something to do with it too. And we can find out for sure when we talk to Brie Poland at Pittsburgh. We can yes. ask her that question because she is the brand ambassador and marketing chief for Royal Enfield, and she was at all these uh, races. Uh, but I think it's good because what happened last year, they had these Royal Enfield uh, build train race for the, for, uh, for the women, and now Royal Enfield is an integral part to mo- flat tracking because, you know, Jake Lewis is riding yeah. the Royal Enfield and doing okay for the first year. You know what? Are yeah. we going to see... The 600, 650s, or what you know, the you know, they had that kind of generic 600 ish Royal Winfield. Could they be running in the 600 series next year I, as I'm a Royal Winfield bike? I, I don't I think like, it's ready for that, but I don't, you know. I, I, I don't think they're ready for that personally. But I, I mean, listen, I, I don't have any connection to Royal Winfield to even give me a link, a leak on that. Well, um, we, 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 I do, and we can ask that question. Yeah. Uh, here's what I'm going to say. I want to say that <sighs> I wish there were more. 
I understand this is a complete experiment. I wish there was more. <laughs> yeah, they had a limited, you know, they did have a limited number of races. They, they were did. Se- they seven did. women, seven but, women were selected. Some of them had race experience in motocross, and yeah. um, but most really didn't. They were riders, all were riders, but they weren't really racers. Now, and I'm they, gonna, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was problem. gonna say, so they gave each one of them a bike, uh, and then they, you know, gave them a little bit of training, and they got working with sponsors to take those street bikes which was the uh, Roy Enfield uh, uh, Continental GT, and converted into a, a race, race bike. bike. Yeah. Some now, did better than the others on that. I will and say then, that. Okay. And then they would get, take that, you know, they did, did the build piece, then they went and took those bikes that they built out and did training with uh, Melissa Parrish and some other racers to learn how to actually race, how to take the lines, you know, how to, you know, how to pass, do all that stuff on a track. So it was a little bit more than a track day, but it was, you know, you know, advanced track day, I guess you could call it. So they could learn the racing craft. And then this was their first race. So here, here's what I'm afraid of, right? Is I'm afraid of every year we're going to have that same thing, right? Like, I like, I like what they did, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to watch these women, if they want to keep racing, progress. I don't want yeah. next year to be all new women or or have two I, races. I agree. Right? I agree with like, that. Whether well, they're like, going to have three like races because, this year. Because if it's just a gimmick, I'm not as happy as with what I saw. Yeah. If it's a one and it, done gimmick, it, you did, know I mean? it ended up not being a gimmick for American Flat Track because they saw like what they could do and moved into flat track racing. Yeah, but but you I know, don't know but, what they but, could but do. We here. haven't seen a second season of Women racing in the Royal Enfield race to see if they're yeah. going to be different. We don't we no, don't know I, what the reason for that was either. So, yeah, I mean, it could be COVID, right? It could be a lot of things. Yeah. But here's what I'm going to say is, is that it's not that I don't want other women to get the opportunity that these ladies got because I do. And I think some of the stuff they got was invaluable. But I want to see a progression where they can have a serious race on the spec. Quote, and I'm, I'm using quotes when I say spec Royal Enfield, right? But I want to see these w- women take that serious and have a place to go with it. You yeah. can't take somebody who's been riding, who it just would be started nice racing two these. years ago, two years ago, and throw them in the no. 600 class or the 300 no. classes or something like that. You can't do that because that is just trouble. But, but, if you like build, to, but if you build a spec series like you just start talked yes. about, if you build a spec series and, you know, kind of do what, what they're doing with King of Baggers and, you know, and that might be a good thing is you, you do King of Baggers one weekend and, and the Royal and Field spec series the second the next weekend and flip them throughout the year. But, but you know, like I, I just I just would like to see if they have all new. I Right now, it's a win to me. If next year they come out and it's all new people and we don't ever see those seven women that race this weekend, I'm not happy. I will flat out say it. Yeah. Not happy. If we see just these three races that they have scheduled and that's it. Yeah, that's that's I'm not happy. I don't think that's the right. Yeah, I don't think that's right? Like, the right thing. Like to me, that's not much better than make up the money. And I hated make up the money. Now 
you know, I I enjoyed watching him out there. I I enjoyed I, I enjoyed that, but I want to see a progression. I want to see that this isn't just a that this isn't hey, you bought your ride or you know you got your you won your contest for your ride. I, I want to see that this is something that can be serious for him. A couple of those girls from the way they talked in the interview, oh, girls, women. I'm sorry, from the way they talked in the interview, seemed like they wanted to keep doing that. And I'd no, like I, to I, definitely like the to ones they had on the podium afterwards. They definitely sound like they were all up for doing I, I want to see an avenue for that. Mm-hmm. I just do. I I don't I, care. I don't care. And I think that spec series that you were kind of alluding to. And we kind of talked about this before, having a, a spec series for a bike, not necessarily the. Uh, yeah, I'd uh, love to see Royal a spec Enfield, series but, in Moto America. Not gonna lie. Yeah, well, you know they had it with the twelve well, it was before the Moto America, but they had to, you know the, the XR twelve hundred tw- series. Twelve hundred series. Roy Enfield or somebody else could bring out a spec bike and actually run that. And I think I think what I suggested to you one weekend be. A spec series, and then next weekend be the baggers, and they just alternate. That get you five or six races in a mm-hmm. season. Now, yeah. if the American baggers take off, you know, if the king of the baggers takes off, like I think it will, I think you're going to see this ho- a whole separate race series around it. Well, I, I think you're going to see it being its own race. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if king of the baggers right now. I don't know if it's good for king of the baggers to split away. I didn't, thing, I didn't but, say that. I didn't say. But I, I mean, say right, like I could, I could see it being a, a one race weekend, like like the hooligans, right? I really like the hooligan races. I I know we don't talk about them, but I re, I enjoy watching those every week. Um, but here's here's what I'm gonna say. Hats off, Royal Enfield. I think you did a good. You put a good product out. The race was entertaining. Yes. Um, I'm gonna say this. Uh, I know what they were trying to do with the announcers, but I'm going to say they need more energy in their announcers. <laughs> yeah, there, it wasn't so much color as It was more color and not enough race talk. Action on the track. Get excited. You know, I will say this, and I say this all the time, and, and I say this out of complete jealousy. I would rather listen to a race on MRN than watch it. Uh, I, if if I was if I had money to start my own race series, I would be calling up MRN like you are calling my races. That's it. <laughs> I'm done. I don't even want to interview anybody. I don't care that this guy's a 25 time champ. Doesn't matter to me. MRN brings the excitement, and the announcers need a little bit of excitement. That was my only real complaint. My only real complaint was just the announcer seemed just not 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 energy. You need energy. Uh, but anyways, it looked like a good race. I enjoyed watching it. If you didn't watch it, folks, it's on the Moto Moto America app, the Live Plus app. Go and watch it. Uh, uh, it. It was cool. It was cool. And, and I'm even, Pittsburgh, it was I'll cool be, enough. I'm, I'm even not going to say my dagger, my hate dagger that I wanted to say that I told Warren before the show. Um, <laughs> I feel like maybe I should have that as a prize giveaway. Here, Phil's hate dagger. Um, but but. We'll do that later. And it wasn't against Royal Enfield. It was against just somebody that kept getting mentioned. Um, anyways, let's get into let's let's uh let's get into to super sport. Um 
it looks like Richie Escalante with whatever's been bothering him. It's not because he's now he's up there. Right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying watching Richie Escalante kind of stomped a mud hole in the field last year. And this year, Sean Dillon Kelly's fighting back. I mean, we know the kid got talent. Yep. You know, he, he's been fighting back. Uh, we're starting to see some things out of Sam Lockoff, uh, Benjamin Smith. Rocco Landers overall had a good weekend. You know, the other names we always talk about are Kevin Omedo, you know, because he, he seems in there. And Stefano Mesa, I, if you were asking me what I thought was a little surprise is Stefano Mesa not being fighting in contention, although yeah, yeah. he's, he's fourth, fifth a lot. Yeah, he just hasn't broke through. But he's also on the Mesa 37 racing, which means he's self-funded, which means... People go buy his hat. Stefano Mesa's fast, right? Right. I'd love to see him on a good ride. Uh, you know, so he's fast. I mean, I know he's not an American. I know I don't normally support that, but he's pretty fast. Um, but let's let's race two. Richie Escalani dumps. Oh, let's go to race one. Hold on. Before we go any further, I don't understand. And I thought if you brought out the red flag. You had to start at the back of the field. Uh, well, no, if it doesn't go past the first lap. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I was thinking Superbike. Superbike, no, yeah. I was, I was thinking. I was good. I'm sorry. I don't remember a red flag in no, race one. Of but Super I do Speed. say Risky Escalante dumped it while he was. <sighs> Poor Richie. He's just, he's had a bad couple weeks. Um. And that's hurting them, right? This uh, not as bad as Josh Heron. Hey, 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 hey! I mean, the COVID sucks. But let's let's stay on the super sport just for a little bit. I mean, Sean Dillon Kelly is making that push like this is his championship. Where in the beginning of the year, we all thought it was going to be Escalante. Yeah. Uh, all right I now, glad, I don't know who's going to win it. I was glad to see Rocco Landers seems to be figuring it out. Yeah, you, you know, I mean, he did he did crash the first race. But the second race, he kind of pulled it together and put himself on the podium, and he'd have been well, on the podium even without Escalante crashing. Yeah, he was. He's looking good, but he's not going. He's not going to win the championship. Oh, he ain't going to win a championship, but maybe he'll win a race. I'd love to see Rocco win a race this year. Yeah, he's um, he's not like what he was last year. Well, he was in a different class, so yeah. you can't. You know, you can't say, "Oh, he'll hey. have a year's worth of experience going into next season." Maybe there'll be a big difference. I if hope. they don't take him up to the six uh, hundreds, which is possible, well, he's running. He's running the six hundreds. Uh, I'm sorry, I super know. sport. Anyways, wait a minute. Wait a... Yes, anyway, go ahead. A- go ahead. Anyways, so um, <sighs> what was I going to say? You you got me all confused now. Race, so we, oh. we finished talking about race one. Are you going to talk yeah, about race, race two. two? Race two. You know, I mean, Rocco. Rocco, it's it's fun to watch Rocco and uh, Escalante go at each other. They're they're having good racing. They're having good clean racing, and I'm I'm just glad to start seeing some of these other guys uh, get in. You know, race two is actually is where Escalante crashed, but I'm go- it was a I, I enjoyed watching both the races. You know, uh, there wasn't there was a couple groups of people here and there that were fighting back and forth. And I know once Escalante crashed out that SDK was way out by himself, 
but it was it was it was a good race till that happened, right? It, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was just bah. you know, yeah. bad luck crashes happen in racing, especially when you're pushing it, you're trying to break away or you're trying to catch somebody, you know. So uh yeah, I'm I'm I, I think right now I think right now Motor America has a lot of classes that are just good racing. Uh, yeah. I'm just enjoying it, it uh, which is, it is. awesome. Uh, so anyways, listen, let's take our break here, and then we'll come back, and we will talk about the Superbike races. And then we're going to talk a little bit about what's coming because we've got a doubles round of World Superbike and MotoGP this weekend. Uh, so that makes me happy. Spielberg ring and um, the uh, Czech round and, and most. I think it's most. What? Most. Yeah. Something like that. So let's take our break. Moto America's back. The official AMA Road Racing Series for the U.S. has returned for the 2021 season. There are three rounds left featuring 190-plus mile-an-hour Hono Superbikes. All the Hono Superbike races will be live on Fox Sports. King of the Baggers races will also be live on Fox Sports. Liquid Molly Jr. Cup also airs on Fox Sports. Supersport races air live on MAV-TV. Then after the race weekend, check out Moto America Rewind at Inside Moto America on Fox Sports. Don't forget the Doghouse's favorite way to watch. Get the package on Moto America Live Plus, which not only has live racing, but also has practice and qualifying, and yes, it's available all on demand. Check out MotoAmerica.com for more info. Tickets, yes, it's 2021, and we can go to the races again, people. Tickets, race info, and schedules are all available at MotoAmerica.com slash tickets. For 2021, King of the Baggers will have three rounds. The unbelievable V-Twin Racing will be at Road Atlanta, Road America, and Laguna Seca. In 2021, King of the Baggers was a huge success, bringing millions of video views, social impressions, and news stories. Head over to MotorAmerica.com for rules, registration, and tickets. The Mini Cup brought to you by Motul will feature four rounds. This series helps build the next generation of riders, featuring kids from 6 to 13. They will be racing Road America, The Ridge, Pittsburgh, and Barber. Next up for Motor America is Pittsburgh International Race Complex, August 13th through 15th. You can be there live to watch all the on-track action plus more. Tickets and info available at MotorAmerica.com slash tickets. All right, we're back. We got to talk. This is where I get, I got all confused because I wrote down some notes, but I, I wrote Super Sport on my notes instead of Superbike on my notes. But I'm going to say this. The first race of Superbike kind of confused me, and, and, and I didn't think – I know they said if it's on the first round, it's different. But here I'm going to say lap. this is – First lap. I'm first lap. Thank you. Uh, here I'm going to say this. I, I don't think that should matter. I think that if you bring out the red flag, I don't care what lap it is. But who brought out the red flag? Was it Jake or was it Loris? Because they crashed within <laughs> within sight of each other. Yeah, but Loris was off the track and Jake's bike was in the middle of the track. Yeah. But Jake's so bike that would be the red mar- flag to me. Jake's Everybody bike was didn't going leave any around marks on the track. Huh? <laughs> Jake's bike didn't leave any marks on the track. No, I get that, but it was still laying in the middle of the track. What I didn't understand is when they red flagged it, 
everybody was by the two accidents when that, and I yeah. felt like they could have got both bikes out of the way and safe. Yes. I almost felt in NASCAR, we call that a Jimmy Johnson. We call that a Jimmy Johnson caution flag. <laughs> <sighs> Jake Gagne doesn't need the help to win the championship. No, he could have started at the back of field and had a decent chance of winning the race. Right. He, he probably would have won the race from the back of the field. I don't and know, he, but he had as a it is, he beat to. Bobby Fong by 4.6 seconds. Um, this was the best that Bobby's looked all season. Yeah, thank God. Oh, it's been so rough. Bobby is such a competitor, such a good guy. And and M4, Escar, Suzuki needed that. And it was glad to see. I was glad to see Bobby up there. Um, there's a couple people that had pretty decent races. Uh, you know, J.D. Beach nailed 2-6. Coming in, hasn't raced in a long time. Hasn't raced Wait, a superbike in a while. Drove Drove... 13, 13 hours from Kentucky to Brainerd, Minnesota, got out of the truck, got on the bike, and started working and making the adjustments. Yeah, and didn't sleep till after the first practice session, I think, I yep. read, which yep. is awesome. I and mean, that's just a guy who loves to race. Yeah, good. And the quote was, can I go to bed now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so that's always good. Um, Hector Barber did pretty decent on the BMW, uh, the Shivey yeah. Racing. That bike. You know, I, I give a lot of props shabby. to Shabby. That bike is getting better each season. Yeah. I feel Aaron like brought it a long ways last year, and Hector's not, Hector's not done a bad job either. And we got to, you know, Josh Aaron's out, down with, apparently he's down with the COVID. He's got uh, the Rona. The Ronas. I hope he feels better. Uh, that sucks because that really hurt any but chance. Did it of, give J.D. Beach a taste to come back? Because he, he's not had a great year at flat track. He's had a couple good races. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say this, and I, I'm sure I, I saw J.D. Beach is going to hate me for saying this. I'm going to say it anyways. I think J.D. Beach is best when he's racing both, and he's on the bike, and he's flipping back and forth. Seems that way. Yeah, to me, it always seems that way. It, it seems like he is best when he's, when he's busy all the time. I think there's too many breaks in flat track for him. Right, I think when he was be. running, because they do have a lot of space between some of their some of the tracks, you know. And I, I that's just that's just my thought. Uh, I love seeing him out there on flat track, but yeah, I, I'd love to see him in road race. I'd love to see him do a double <laughs> schedule, and I know he just would not want that. I know that's a lot of work, and I'm it is. But for uh, race one, he didn't do too bad. Uh, sixth place for being you know less than a week on the bike. So it's less, less than a weekend on the bike. <laughs> I mean, that was like two days on the bike. Yep, I'm good. Let's do this. Uh, so it was, it was, uh, but Jake Gagne is just having a season for the history books. He just looks so strong. We got two seasons in a row just like this. You think he's going to be this dominant next year, too? No, we had last season, it was girl off. Boubier. Boubier, year. yeah, sorry, Boubier. And then this yeah. season is is, is uh, Ganji. So here's what, I'm wa- here's what I'm wondering. Is Ganji going to get uh, an X to go World Superbike Moto 2? He has oh. some experience, right? We've he all, over well, if that was the case, did he get anything for this past weekend when uh, Jason Uribe, a guest of the doghouse, 
got a call up to race in the uh, Moto Two. No, it's going to World Superbike. It's World, World Superbike. Super yeah, you're. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Uh, World Superbike. But you know, I mean, your ribby's ride is not a top. I don't know if it's a top ten bike. No, right? your ribby also has a little more racing overseas experience than Gagne. Actually, he's got a lot more. Uh, you know, well, but he okay. He had he's the been on the tracks bike he, and the CEV, but not as much. The Gagne had the more of the tracks you go to run a World Superbike, right? There's some difference. Um, but here's what I'm going to say is is that. You know, for Gagne, for Gagne to come in and win a championship in dominating style with with Gerloff and with Gerloff having a good season, Roberts having a decent season, and Bouvier having a surprising season where he's where he's outperforming on that bike. Hopefully, I mean, the whole purpose. I don't want to say the whole purpose. One of the things, one of the things Wayne Rainey said is he wanted to see American racers back out on the world stage. He's getting and. And he's getting it, and and while well, I'd love to see Gagne stay a couple of years here, I'd love to see him go. That opens up seats for somebody like a, you know, somebody to move up. I don't know uh, an Escalante, an SDK, uh, uh, you know. So I mean, I know SDK is over there in M4, and he probably don't want to leave M4. Um, but you know, there's just other people to fill that seat, and I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, but then, you know. Uh, so anyways, but Bobby Fong had a good race. I, I, I just hope I, I'd love to see Jake Gagne get a second chance at world Superbike on a better bike. Cause that Honda was crap. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, so race one was Gagne Fong Skoltz, who again, is having just a quiet, a quiet season where he's on the podium a lot. And we don't mention him enough. Uh, sorry, Westby racing. We were, we were dropping the ball on that. Uh, race two, Race two, we see. Oh, we didn't even talk about the uh, what's his name from uh, from Ducati was at the track. That's pretty serious. Oh, yeah. The the, the top boss from Ducati Racing came yeah. to America to watch Loris Baz crash big time in race one. Ah, uh, well, you know, I mean, he's French. That bike must have done it's, in Olympic scoring, it probably would have got the gold medal. For floor exercise. But, okay, what I really saw about that, I, I, I don't know if he's the top guy in, in Ducati racing, but he's definitely well, the top he's guy. Well, he, he, he's, he's one of them. He's a high-up yeah. guy. It's a, it's a pretty serious thing. But here's what I think about that is that says to me that Ducati's starting to look serious at Moto America. Yes. We had little hints of that last year, and we kind of said that, and it looks like they're taking this serious. And right now I'm only seeing one Ducati on the grid. Man, I'd love to see four or five. Put a stable out there. Give some incentives. Incentives. Give give a pro te- a pro team out here. You know, I'm not that. Not that. I'm saying Kyle Wyman isn't a pro team, and HBK isn't a pro well, team. Yeah, no. But I, I I will say this: that the Yamaha is the dominant bike in Moto America. Yeah, it's a dominant bike several places, but especially in Moto America. And I don't see Suzuki making any inroads or making any changes that's going to make them supplant Yamaha. BMW is still several years away. Kawasaki is just complete afterthought. Yeah. Well, here's so, what I'm going to say. Ducati is it. If, if there's going to be a challenge to Yamaha and Motor America, it's coming from Ducati. I wouldn't count Suzuki out, right? 
I mean, I Cam do, Peterson I don't see new that. to the bike. Bobby Fong is n- new to the new to the bike, right? Like it's not like it's not like they're sitting there going, "Oh, hey, you know." I, it does take a little bit to get used to new guys and and stuff. And the team switched, right? You know, it, it's it, they've been through a lot of changes, so I wouldn't be surprised to see. I wouldn't be surprised to see them be stronger next year. You know, M4, M4 racing. They weren't, com- they weren't competitive. I mean, they were somewhat competitive, but not. they were about the same as they were last the year before. Yeah. So I don't see – I haven't seen any improvement over the last three years in Suzuki. No, I don't know. I, I, I think you're in a, like a little bit of a transition year this year with them. So that's, that's just my personal opinion. If Suzuki but- was still giving them money and still providing them stuff, like they were, I said, like, oh yeah, maybe they, maybe they'll be. Some yeah, big but you got, you got. Well, every every time you get more viewers, is it helps the teams get more money, right? And yep. and the viewership is up. They had good looking crowds there, um, you know. And then again, here's Matthew Skulls rates too on the podium, and we're not talking about him. That's a jerk move of our part. Yeah, well, Westby's um, Westby's having a quite quite but successful year this year. They are, and, and we're not talking for, about them enough, and that makes us jerks. If if it weren't for Jake, and yeah, Skoltz is leading and, the points. Yeah, right, right. Skoltz is, is leading the points. If it wasn't for Jake, and Jake's just having one of those those dominant dominant. I mean, other than his DNF, everything else is a, a win. Yeah, uh, and he got a lucky break with the first in the first race. He's. Yeah, but I still think if he had been on the second lap. Won that. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he would have won, but he might have podiumed him. He might have got on the podium. Yeah, it definitely he definitely uh he definitely is bringing it every week. Um so let's see let's uh let's talk a little bit. We got the MotoGP returns after their summer vacations this week. We haven't well, really heard talk- much did you want since we're still in Moto America, did you want to talk about the King of the Baggers that you, oh, oh, yeah, you we- pulled it up? So this is a good ahead. time for it. Transition. Go ahead, Warren. So the King of Baggers went down to Daytona because the, there is intent to run a King of Baggers race at Daytona Bike Week next year during the um, the Daytona 200. So they would have the Daytona 200, and they also would run a King of Baggers race. Well, they had a testing. Kyle Wyman went down there. Kyle's brother was down there and a few others. And uh, they came off of it and said, Oh, we can run here. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the, you know, there were no tire issues. We're hanging in there just fine. He said, it feels like you're on a 600 as you go around the high bank. And he said, well, they asked him, well, what about drafting? He says, well, it's no different than drafting in 600s. These bikes just punch a bigger hole. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and, and that's, that's true. You know, I mean, uh, in my mind, I'd say on a bagger, that would be a scary place to race, right? Uh, well, these guys get, race all the time, so maybe they're just Yeah, but to. you get that big bank there. You got that big straightaway, and the transition going into turn one is is it's a transition. It's, you know, mm-hmm. um, but they, they were getting up to and over 160 miles an hour on those yeah. bikes. And but, they said that their biggest problem was they got to figure out the right gearing so they can be faster. Yeah. But I will say this. I'm doing fist pumps to see that race. <laughs> if, if that doesn't bring, if that doesn't bring more people into it. Right. I, I don't know what will. 
I mean, I, I just feel like being at Daytona well, Bike Week, running a if Harley they take down the, Daytona Raceway. Especially if they take those, you know, those Harleys and Indians and do a parade down. I can't think of the name of the main street down there that you ride. Main Street okay. USA. Route yeah. One. yeah, that's it. <laughs> A1A. Woo, give me A1A. Main Street USA. You know, they need to ride- do something. If you're going to listen, Moto America, if you're going to do something there, you need to have something in people's faces. You need to send just, just like prom- you did in San Francisco a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, you need, the Golden to, Gate you need to send promo people to all the bars, all the big events. You got to have a booth over there with a big TV showing what the racing looks like over there at Ross Meyer or Hoffmeyer's or Ross Hoffmeyer, Daytona, whatever. That. Uh, Destination Daytona. Destination Daytona. Thank you. I couldn't remember the name of it. And you need to have some other stuff there. Um, just that's just, something up on that street that has all the bars that I'm drawing a blank on. Yeah. You turn off well, A1A and you want to go up that. Street, yeah. That, that main street that USA street. there. Yeah. Uh, and you got it. You just got to You just got to promote the hell out of it with the local things. Um, because unfortunately I had to say that even after all the attention this has gotten, most Harley riders and most Indian riders don't even know it exists yet. Yeah. You, you run this up and down the street and you put, you know, signs up and you have a booth at destination, you know, uh, uh, Daytona Daytona. and and have something that the Harley dealerships and that the Harley uh, Indian dealerships in the area. Not just Daytona, but I'm talking about you know New Smyrna and all these other locations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just outside that everyone rides to. And and you need to you need to work a deal out with AMA Flat Track, and have oh that would be spectacular. And have you spend all day at the race. Well, I I don't even know, I don't even know about that. I don't know if you're going to be able to do that. But you need to you need to have a booth there talking about your event. I don't care if you have to trade some what what you have to trade. You got to make that happen. You gotta have you gotta have it so that the guys walking in the the six ten thousand twenty thousand I don't even know how many people they pack into Daytona for the flat track race. I feel like it's a bazillion, but for those twenty five thirty thousand people who are coming to the track, you gotta do that. I don't normally normally it's the weekend after Supercross, so you mm-hmm. need to have people at Supercross too. You need to yeah. have two of the bikes sitting out at Supercross, being like. Next Saturday, we're racing these MFers right here. Yeah, the only problem is that, you know, Supercross is not on the same channel as Motor America now. I, I don't care. Listen, if I would love I don't if they were care still on the same about channel, the you channel. could have that. I'm not talking TV. Well, it would be I'm great not talking if you could TV. do the TV. They need, yeah. they need to be there somewhere by the front door. I'm not talking TV. Yeah. I want to see them draw spectators. Yeah, the track could TV do that. stuff will come. Draw spectators. Uh, anyways, um, Man, now we, MotoGP. We've we've run really long though, man. We are well, really all we got to do is talk about this the double weekend. MotoGP is in some place in World Super Spielberg. Is in the, well, they're both <laughs> over close to the they're both over there in, in Europe. Uh in countries that speak similar languages. I'm not gonna say they're the same languages because that'd make me a bad person, I believe. But they're over there. Uh well, stop now. The World Superbike is in in Czech, in the Czech Republic. And um MotoGP is in uh, Austria. Austria, that's right. Spielberg Ring is in Austria. So, um, you know, we'll and see. If you're in the if, pool, don't make any picks. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just forget this weekend. You don't need to be there, especially you can. Um, but yeah, the return of MotoGP, we'll see. 
if real- reality is here to stay. And is Mark Marquez back? Does he have enough vacation time for, or healing time, I should say? Or is Quateraro and some of these other guys going to stick it to him? Uh, should be good. Should be lots of good fun. And we still have another week off, two weeks off of motocross to screw me up. Uh, but they'll be back on the 14th in, in Unadilla. So, all right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. That is good last words. We'll be back next week. <laughs>